right, Pat. Curious, curious to get your thoughts on this. Are you um, are you pro or anti throwing bouquets of flowers onto the ice after Mark Andre Fleury victories? Mm, I can handle it. I guess I don't know who uh, who came up with that. Uh, you know, I it's mean, a, ran- a random guy. Two games ago, just brought a bouquet. Did they, uh, did they used to do that some other places? Uh, there was. Did we think of that? Uh, it's ours. It's our innovation. This is one now, of the rare Minnesota sports like fan innovations. We just like big, we don't uh, do big, a lot of this stuff. Big figure skating thing, uh, you know. Of course, <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the world, we we but but usually the girls. I guess they end up throwing them, but a lot of times they come over and receive them too. You know, even a what's what's funny is uh, when they. Uh, you know, when they go out there and fall around like drunken sailors, they still have to go over and get their flowers, you know, and they feel like idiots. Heads cracked open. They just want to go back in the locker room and cry. They don't want they don't want to have to accept these flowers that uh, they that they richly don't deserve, but uh, they have to do that. I guess that's okay, but here's the problem. It's now gonna become a thing. Right, because it always becomes a thing in Minnesota. We can't just say, "Hey, that was funny," and let it go. We we gotta we gotta now make it into a thing, right? So, yeah, but we don't have many of those things. Like, what do, what do we? Oh, I guess we have the skull champ. We did. We yeah, stole that we from did. Iceland. We stole yeah, it from Iceland. We did steal that from Iceland. Well, and you were told to too, huh? So, so that that's not spontaneous. The the flowers thing was a guy's idea. The Vikings mm-hmm. said. We're in a new stadium. We should steal something yeah. from. Yes, so we do. And then, and then Delo had to tell us to stand up at the start of the game. Right. Like we, we do have to be sort of told. We what to did do. this. Yeah. We mm-hmm. congratulations, Minnesota. We, we followed directions. Thing. You give Except, us good directions, uh, and we will follow. Now, but did we wait till after the game, though? Right? When do we do it? Yes. We, he yeah. he was named yeah. the first star. Well, he gives up six. We're not going to do it. Correct. <laughs> Correct. We're not going to have a problem with flowers well, being thrown. You know, if you if he wins if he wins Game Six of the Stanley Cup on home ice to uh, win the championship, then uh, then cover the ice with flowers. I'm uh, I'm all uh, I'm all for that. Boy, did he jack up Cam Talbot though, man alive. Cam Talbot goes from we got to get a goalie in here to Player of the Week for you know, the <laughs> NHL. So I was going to ask you, did you see McKinnon might have broke his hand? Yeah, in the fight with Dumba. Is it official yeah. yet? No. No, yeah, well, upper body. Hockey. I think they're just saying the guy can't play. It says, "Well, it's a it's a hand injury, but we won't uh, tell you what it is." I think I think we we have isolated as a hand injury, not just an upper body, right? Wow. I saw. I I didn't see that, but yeah, I I think he busted his, his hand, and his I think he's a complete moron fight. for jumping Dumba. See, Judd, right. this is why I've been telling you: fighting in hockey serves a purpose. Okay, yes. you can you can yeah, you hurt your yeah. opponent. <laughs> If you got a hard enough head, you can break the other uh, team's uh, hands. <laughs> but, uh, they've missed. They, I don't think Landeskog is playing, and what? Nothing, like their big guns. Gerard. Not, their mm-hmm. big guns are not playing, and now uh, they uh, now that they lose McKinnon, now there's so damn many games left in the season. Even a broken hand, a guy will be back by the time the playoffs yeah. come. Right? I mean, what? You've got six weeks left, right? Yeah. Well, there's a there's a month left in the month? regular season. Yeah. yeah. And they can maybe get by without him for a series, maybe, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. Who do we want to play, Nashville or St. Louis? Nashville. Nashville. Less Bring them all on, less, yeah. less firepower, less meanness. Yeah. yeah, but we're not – you know what, Pat? Bring them all on. 
Yes. Right. Bring them all in. Delorio kicked their ass. Did Did you see that old school fight he engaged in last night with Sealer? No, I turned it over and oh, saw that they God. were easily and turned it back. The Flyers stink. I didn't want to watch The Flyers it. are terrible, but that was a fight that Al Shaver would have loved to call because there were a flurry of rights. There was blood. And that's an old school fight. Why right were there, we right fighting? There. Just set a tone, Pat. Tone. <laughs> you don't have to set a tone against the Flyers; they stuck. And the know. like in the in the NBA, like why you know on the rare occasion, like why are they fighting? Well, one guy you know kicked the other guy in the junk, and they and they yeah, fought in right. hockey. It's like, oh, they felt obligated to set a tone, but it was <laughs> it was does. a good it was a good fight though. I will give Who it. was the fighter for us? Nick Sealer. Oh, did, for for us, it was Nick Delorier, the guy that, that they just got from Never the Ducks. Heard of him. Yeah, he no way had. He's him. a beaut, Pat. You'll love him. He's sort of a, a modern-day Jack Carlson, Pat. So, oh, we went full goon then, huh? He likes to fight. Yeah. Is he yeah. skating uh, regular shift? Fourth line. Fourth line. Fourth line, okay. And Nick Sealer, he used to be ours, right? Correct. Very good. Why do we yes. want to beat him up? To set a tone. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I don't know. Glory has been uh, in like 11 fights, Pat. He how likes- many games left in his homestand? They're unbeaten on it, what, six Pittsburgh. and also? Pittsburgh on Thursday night, and then we hit the road for four, I believe. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a nine-game homestand. Yeah, this, it is. Well, it did, is. Did they lose the first one, then, of the homestand? Yes. Oh, then they uh, seven in a row. Yes, yeah, they, they, they lost seven one in a row. Yeah, they lost to yeah. the Predators, and the, and they've won every game since in the homestand. Well, uh, you know, they're good. They're good. And now we're going. Now we can goon too. So that's really good for the because the playoffs, Phil. You got to be able to goon. You can't. Goon well, I feel. I feel like goonery. I mean, now goonery is down across the league, but goonery kind of. You know, that's not as prominent in the playoffs. Guys don't right. want to. You know, take take uh, penalties in the playoffs, but it's the perceived threat of of having your ass kicked that scares teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice to have that card in your pocket, though. Yeah, if you, if you need to play it in game five really or something. And Colorado. Colorado, they're just a bunch of sissies, right? Didn't you tell me that they don't, they don't go, they don't even have a goon, right? I uh, know they do. Uh, McDermott. Oh yeah, big, yeah, big time goon. Yeah, no, no, no. Co- Colorado's bigger. Who was their goon about three years ago? Colorado, they had some crazy. Mm. They had some guy completely insane at one, three, four years ago, right? I can't I'm remember. Sure they did. Some guy oh, who fought no. all the time. That, that that's the only reason he. They had eleven good players in him. <laughs> just, just getting a fight every once in a while. But uh, I figure there's plenty to hockey to watch here for the two months after the season ends. So, I like how we, we're finding out that you're still a hockey snob. You tune in. It's the Flyers. They've got like 55 points. It's a three-goal yeah. lead onto yes, Netflix. I'm done. I'm done. Onto. Onto. Who was Danny onto? I can't remember. Who was Danny onto the next team? Who was well, Tampa well, Bay? De- Tampa uh, well, Tampa. Belichick was on to Cincinnati, and then Denny was. Yeah. Hey, what's this deal I read today though about the the salary cap in the in the postseason doesn't apply in hockey? Yeah, for, for yeah. hockey, yeah, it's been a thing. But Tampa Bay was eighteen million over last year during the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, Kut- yes. Kucherov came work? back last year, Pat, during the playoffs because the salary cap didn't apply and so it didn't count and so he he could play and they could be uh well past the the cap and they talked about but you can't this isn't bringing in other guys so this is just bringing guys off the injured list or something correct okay all right because they you know i I thought it was 
people were making a big issue about it. The Tampa Bay was 18 million over, but they right. decided not to do anything about it. Now, if Ben Myers signs, mm-hmm. uh, he can't play right in these playoffs, Correct. right? Correct. You, you can you can play at the end of the regular season, but not in the playoffs. So, yep. Do, yep. do we have money to sign that kid? Yeah, they do. You'd be like you'd be uh, you'd like to sign him. Well, what what you would like to. What you would like to do with like those college hockey guys, Pat, is you would like to give an ATO, which is an amateur tryout, so it doesn't burn their first year of their entry level contract for like the last month of the season, and then his entry level deal would start in the fall. That's what a lot of the college hockey guys end up doing um, when they sign post NCAA tournament. So side. that so you can play him on the actual NHL club on yes. on that but arrangement in the playoffs too, or just no, in the no. So he's able to, but not in the playoffs. Yep. And the amateur tryout would be just in Iowa. So he, he oh, doesn't God. come to the big league club to start for the last month, but then he's him, least, you're signed and some, you don't got to worry about it. If I'm him, I want to go to some team that wants to probably not make the playoffs and put me on the roster and let me play and give me a give me a real contract. <laughs> yeah. That would be what I would do. I, I was told last night that uh, by a very knowledgeable college hockey person that he thinks the Gophers are in, or that the Wild is in the lead to sign him too. Really? He said, "I think I they're going to sign him." Maybe he's a wild kid. Well, like Judd a- works for the Athletic for five minutes and has 50, 50 new sources around college hockey and the NHL. Ushers, <laughs> ushers are telling me stuff. <laughs> Press box attendants are telling me stuff. Don't be uh, talking to those ushers. Doogie's got them in his pocket, man. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speak well, by the hey, way. We got a good hockey team, that's for sure. And the uh, I got the you know I've been a big booster of Mankato's hockey, right? I've gone down there and done stuff on Hastings, and now they're mad at booster. me because they think the Gophers are going to win. And uh, and I I said that they don't have the, the firepower they've had the last two years. Two thousand twenty, they were great, and the tournament got canceled. They they had both great goaltending, great defense, and they had really high powered offense. Last year they were really good, as they saw when they beat up our Gophers and beat them four to nothing. But they can't do that again, and they don't have nearly as much firepower this year. But some guy tweeted me and said. They've had uh, 17 games where they scored five or more goals and uh, or 18 games, and the Gophers have only had 12. Well, you play in the CCHA. I looked it up. I like to refute this stuff. 13 of those five-plus games were against the bottom half of the CCHA, including St. Thomas. If you, you you can't count St. Thomas, okay? That's one, you know, they the bottom half of the worst division in West, if the worst conference in uh, in hockey, in in Western hockey, and probably about the fifth worst in the about probably about the fifth or sixth best in college hockey. Uh, you, you, what what you've done again them against them ain't gonna help you against the Gophers. So the, yeah. the Big Ten. I think what Wisconsin, Michigan State were pretty bad, but the rest of them, you know, you had five good teams in the Big Ten. So, anyway. What? Uh, so the who's favored? Michigan. Yeah. Who's the Who's the yeah, odd? Michigan? Slightly. Yeah. I, I think people who watched last weekend uh, would would say the two Big Ten teams are the co-favorites. Yeah. Michigan. You know, Michigan has got all the hotshot kids, but they're all freshmen too. I mean, they're all young guys. So uh, we, we have more experience than Michigan. We have Ben Myers. They don't have Ben Myers. So. You know, this is uh, I think I'm reading this right here. 
This is only the third time since 2005 the Gophers have been to the Frozen Four. Yeah, they were. Which yeah. I mean, I get that it's not you know it's not a gimme. North Dakota you know. beat them in Columbus, and uh, and then the Union beat them in the finals, right? North, yeah. North Dakota beat them yeah. in the semifinals in Columbus. I was at that one, and then Union, Union with their thirty-three, twenty-six-year-olds with their thirty-three-year-olds beat them. Well, in, they, uh, and in the I, final. I, I think the last great game that they played against North Dakota was the first game in the Frozen Four in Philadelphia in like what two thousand twelve, and they beat them with like I don't know a second left six. Yeah. yeah, and then they played Union in the final and got their ass. That was 14. That was yeah, 2014. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that was in, in Philly, and that then they was, played in Tampa. It was Columbus where they, what year was that, nine or so? 2009, yeah. maybe? I don't know, something like that where they got. Well, then they've been more than twice because they played in, they were in the Frozen Four in Tampa in 11 so, or something. So they were, so here, so I have the list here. 2005 is Columbus. Oh, five. They were, so the, the last time they won it was 03, 02, 03. And then uh, 05, that was like the Barry Tallickson team. Mm-hmm. Um, there might have been. Was it Vanek? Vanek was, uh, was there. Did they lose to North Dakota? can't remember who they lost to. But the 05, Nobody they went 12, 14, and, and then this year. I remember uh, that uh, I was there, and uh, they lost to North Dakota, and uh, Dubé was uh, breaking down in tears as they uh, lost the game. <laughs> We don't just, get to just see a that random anymore. a random drive by of Jeff Dubay. No, he was there covering it for radio or something. I don't know, but he was very upset, very upset in the locker room over there hugging guys and doing the whole damn thing. Kind of yeah. like Paul Allen after his old partner after a Viking loss, you know, right <laughs> just consoling, rubbing, that, rubbing back, showing that <laughs> tremendous objectivity by weeping. You know. uh, speaking of weeping, uh, as a guy who. Wakes up in the morning and drinks a gallon of Timberwolves Kool Aid every day. I uh, I saw Paul George make his return after three months last mm-hmm. night. Dropped thirty three points and brought the Clippers back from twenty oh, did they points come back down. And win that game, they were yes. down like thirty eight to seventeen. Yes, they were down twenty. I think in the third quarter. Yeah, and they came all the way back. They won the game, and right now, I mean, the Wolves, they, they the Wolves can still. They'd probably have to win out to move out of the seven seed, but they're not getting. Out. You're going to get Paul George and the Clippers in that first game, in all yeah, likelihood. Well, so. yeah, if you lose that one, then you get the Pelicans probably, and you should be able to beat them at home, shouldn't you? Some should of these people are like, "Well, what if what if LeBron and AD that ship has sailed?" Uh, they are now tied yeah. with the Spurs, yeah, and I tried to look it up. Spurs have the tie- Spurs have the tiebreaker. Why? Because I looked it up, and I think they're two and two against each other this. So then it would be, yeah, then there's some other tiebreaker. but within the division something deal or something um, at this point. But the Spurs have caught the Lakers without even trying. They they don't care. They don't (laughs) care. They want to be in the lottery. This is, you know, Popovich's worst team ever. And uh, they've caught the Lakers. They're so bad. They're getting beat. Pop just wants to go drink a gallon of red wine after the 82nd game. He's like, but every night they play, you turn them on. They're losing by 23 (laughs) in the middle of the second quarter. They're awful. Yeah. Did we really need to invite two extra teams to a play in? Like, how about just, how about just like an eight, nine play in? We got to get to it. It is, it is foolish to say the least. Say, uh, the, uh, this I ran into, I, I happened to, 
run across a A's exhibition game yesterday. And they're in hot negotiations with Las Vegas to move the A's there, too. Mm. Uh, one of their sites would be the old Tropicana. Uh, wow. Right on, uh, right on uh, you know, the, the, Elba, the Las Vegas Strip there. That's got to be retractable, right? Otherwise, those those guys well, going to play in 118. Gonna a billion, they say it's going to be a billion two or something, but they're wow. the state, the city, the county has no uh, interest, I guess. So it would have to be a private. Uh, you know, you'd get some public funding, but hmm. not. Uh, I, I think they're just trying to bluff Oakland into building them that stadium that they want down on the water. They'd be better off in Vegas, so I think to have another. You know, another stadium down on the water. You know, being down on the water in San Francisco, yeah, okay. Being down on the water in Oakland, yeah, you never know what's going to float by down there. Just so, a, uh, a tire and a know, leg. It's not exact. Jack London Square used to be okay. I used to go down there once in a while. But it's a very small part of that. Town. We've been looking for that guy for 30 years. There he goes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a backwater. Hey, go fish him out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I think. Uh, I think if they could get Vegas now, I'm not sure that Vegas would draw extremely well because it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, the summer is hot there as it can be, and the, the visitors aren't going to Vegas. I think the visitors would go to Vegas to watch a football game, right? But if the Twins go play a series in Vegas, twenty thousand of us aren't going to get on plane. You never know in Minnesota. Yeah. Huh? You'd- for, for us, you don't know. If that's for yeah, us, if, we if might we're, go. If out we're going to open the season in April. You know, crappy weather. You know, yeah. catch the tail end of March Madness. That's know. true. Meanwhile, Tampa still uh, thinks they're going to figure out a way to play in both Montreal and Tampa. Are they still doing that? <laughs> yeah, they're still. Oh, I thought they put it. the kibosh on that. Okay. Nah, well, if the reality of it is, you know, I think baseball would like to see Montreal be the one of their two expansion teams because they don't really have another. I, I, they don't really have another place. Portland is the runner-up for another one. I don't think Portland, Portland, with what they've been through uh, since uh, mm. the protests start, probably not real hot spot to go for mm. baseball. So. Uh, my favorite thing I've seen on Twitter so far this morning. So Stephen A. Smith is taking the week off first take. He's on some sort of like tropical vacation, just you know, mm. re- refreshing. But he is live. He's watching he's his. Demanding. You think if he's on vacation that he could be a bit demanding with the help? Well, yeah. he's sitting down there on the beach and they don't respond instantly. That he might uh, they they might hear some hear some real heat. Some complaints. So he is currently this morning. He's watching first take with I think it's Jay Williams and uh, Brian Windhorster are arguing mm-hmm. this morning. And he's live tweeting and arguing with the points that they're making on TV from his Twitter. <laughs> can't account. stand it. Not uh, can't stand to not be involved. It, uh, God bless yeah. him. Well, he's probably got nice accommodations wherever he's going with his six million or whatever the hell he's making. I think he's up to nine now. Yeah, he's doing he pretty up well. To nine, that's good. Hey, uh, one other thing I was going to mention. Uh, I was trying to look up the Archer. I think I'll call Phil Hughes and ask him about it. But uh, thoracic outlet syndrome. You got to be a real optimist to sign somebody after that who's having <laughs> hasn't been good for four years, right? I mean, I, this this Chris Archer thing is 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 hard for me to uh, think that it's going to work out to maybe more than a half dozen starts at a guy throwing eighty eight miles an hour instead of ninety six, which he used to throw. But it's, uh, uh, 
They they think they think he's ready to pitch and he might be in the rotation at the start of the season. That that can't be real, uh, real. I I can't imagine. But so we went from almost trading for Frankie Montas to taking a flyer on Chris Archer mm-hmm. post thoracic outlets. And yes, well, that's uh, that's kind of the it's uh, kind of the way it is. Uh, Gordon Eads, who's now working for Valley Sports North's national website, doing baseball for them. He, you know, he, he retired. He became the Boston historian, but now he's back. Uh, called me last night and asked me how excited the city was, and I said. The twins about Korea, and I said uh, the twins are in that's PR hell right now. That at least in the public commentary, it's yeah. Well, they should have gotten a pitcher. We get those. We get a pitch. million dollars shortstop was probably the best in baseball, but we should have gotten a pitcher. Damn it! So uh, <laughs> I said it's not. Uh, he's apparently the twins are spreading the uh, word down there in uh, in Fort Myers to visiting media types that the city's really excited about this and uh i i haven't detected it i i don't know <laughs> i guess we'll find out opening day yeah i think people went from like just sort of in a a comatose state with the twins to like oh okay that's yeah that's right why didn't they get a picture cheap yeah. pole ads <laughs> why didn't the cheap pole ads get a picture uh, cheap pole ads can't so, even can't even spring for commercial free pandora in the clubhouse it's ridiculous I, I see that uh, we we got the owners meetings. Not what, explain to me what overtime is going to look like. It's it's you each get the ball once, and the clock has nothing to do with it. What? No, you you get the ball. So if in that Bills Chiefs game now, the Chiefs go down and score. Buffalo gets a, a possession, and then after and that, Buffalo, it flips and, and to sudden down. And and let's say it takes what the Chiefs. Eight minutes, the, the clock can't run out on you if it's a 15-minute overtime period. Because it's playoffs. But it's a 15-minute overtime period. Don't they stop? Or they? No, they in playoffs, you just keep going. I don't think so. I think there's yeah. a clock. They're, and then they just run another. They, get, they have another second period, a second overtime. Don't Correct. They? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so what you're saying what is, saying if, is if the Chiefs do a 15-minute touchdown run out drive, of, if Let's say the Chiefs are trying to score. If they run out of time. Oh, like the entire overtime, they get the entire possession, I think. Hmm. Oh, I I didn't read it like that. I think that's what I read because the Wilfs voted against it because they wanted there to be a clock. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't read that much into it. You get the the, uh, camera, they said the Cleveland Buffalo proposal or somebody was to give a team a, uh, if they give the other team a, full possession even if the clock's running out which i think is stupid in 2010 pat the, the wills actually v- voted against the rule that was because of their game against the saints they mm-hmm. they wanted you to be able to end a game playoff game on a field goal so they've always been against extending the parameters well, guess, uh, what i read today from gasoline was that uh they they mark wilf was quoted as saying they were against it because the they wanted there to be a clock. In other words, they wanted the, the 15 minutes to end the period. Hmm. If the other team has scored, you know, if if I if we've scored a touchdown, the other team's trying to get down the field and score a touchdown, uh, it, they wanted the, the game to end at the end of the first overtime if you have – because they, they think that the clock is a 
very important part of football, and I agree with them on. I agree with something on with the Wilfs. That's uh, oh, pretty much. Uh, that's an amazing <laughs> thing today. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, the if you want to come out and see uh, uh, Chris Voles and seven great uh, uh, women's athletes from Minnesota tonight at the Mall of America, five thirty. The uh, there'll be. The eight of them are being inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's open to the public at the uh, Mall of America Rotunda. And uh, I I don't know what being open to the public means. I don't know. what. I think it's going to be a a fairly informal uh, ceremony, but you can get autographs from, you know, I don't know if Lindsey Vaughn is going to be there, Maya Moore, but uh, they're going to be, you know, they're two of the inductees and most of them are going to be there. So Cool. Awesome. What the heck? All right, Pat. We'll right. uh, we'll catch up later this week. All right. Thanks, Jets. All right. There he is, Patrick Roycey, rapping with Roycey.